Hi, I'm Dr. Ellen, the Midlife Whisperer, and I hear you and I've got you. Think of me as the one-stop shop for all your midlife needs. I'm a psychologist, registered dietitian, nutritionist, board-certified health and wellness coach, and mindful self-compassion teacher. I'm also an author and podcast host with over 30 years of experience empowering midlife women. Welcome to Rock Your Midlife. I'm Dr. Ellen, the Midlife Whisperer, and I am thrilled that you are here because we have such a fun show with one of my new dear friends, Kathy Mason. We're going to be talking all about the joy of midlife entrepreneurship because you know what? Aging is inevitable, but growing old is not, and you are never too old to have a new dream, to build a new business, to have more fun, to travel, meet the love of your life, get in shape, run that marathon, whatever it is you want to do, you can do it at midlife. Believe me, I'm here to say you can do it at midlife, even if midlife is throwing you uh, some lemons and life is a little jumbled. Um, but here's a really cool statistic for you. According to Small Biz Trends statistic for 2021, people between 50 and 59 are at the top of the startup founders list with 35%. I was really shocked at the statistics. Over a third of new startups are between 50 and 59, which is so cool. Recent research debunks the myth of youth and reveals that entrepreneurs in their 50s succeed at approximately the same rate as those in their 20s. We always think like those 20-somethings, right? They're, they can do better than us. But you know what? We are wiser. We have experience. We know ourselves. We have confidence. We often have more resources. We've got a lot going for us. And if you're one of those midlife women who's been thinking about, hmm, I want to start my own business. Like maybe that's just you just want to bake cupcakes or you want to, you know, do some kind of multi-level marketing or start a podcast, write a book, sell your beautiful crocheted hats, whatever it is, you can do it. And today's show is really going to help you need learn what you need to succeed. My guest is best-selling author and conscious business marketing expert Kathy Mason. She owns Mason Works Marketing, and we're going to bring her on in a moment. But I want to talk a little bit about my own entrepreneurial journey. So I have been an entrepreneur since I was, I think, 12 or 13. I come from a long line of entrepreneurs. So my grandparents both owned small grocery stores. Uh, and my dad uh, was an entrepreneur for his entire career. He started his own business and sold his business, started another business. My entrepreneurial adventure started at like 12, 13. I had a candle making business. And I had to learn a lot about entrepreneurship because like, what do you do when you have spilled wax all over the floor? Whoops, I'm hearing here. I have not plugged myself in today. Lovely. Here we go. <laughs> what all over the kitchen floor and you have to get your mother to drive you to the grocery store, the craft store to buy some more. So <laughs> how do you get the funds so that you can buy your materials and then you can, you know, uh, have, be able to make things before you've actually gotten the money and all kinds of things. And then I had a sewing business when I was a teenager with some of my friends. And then my first job out of school was, was kind of entrepreneurship. I was an assistant buyer. And then in my 30s, my ex-husband and I were the cooking couple. So that was all about this brand we had. We were celebrity chefs. And I was a personal fitness trainer. And again, I was working at a gym, but it really was my business that I had to run. And I've been the midlife whisperer for the last many years. Actually, we had another brand before this. I had a brand called Smasher Scale. And then the brand, I uh, was the glow and 
grow coach now in the midlife whisperer and just having so much fun writing, speaking, coaching, working with a lot of entrepreneurs. And, you know, it's so awesome being an entrepreneur. Here's what I really love about it. First of all, we have so much to share. We have experiences, wisdom, knowledge to share with the world. As the Dalai Lama says, the uh, the world is going to be saved by Western women. And so, you know, being an entrepreneur is a great way to do your thing. It's like your soul's crying out and going, hey, it's time to wake up. You're here for a reason. There's something that you need to do. Forget, you know, let's steady paycheck that's keeping you stuck in this job you hate start your side hustle and grow that into a business. And we have so much to share. It's so good for your lifestyle. You know, I get to live in Vermont half the year. I live in Costa Rica half the year. Before the podcast, I took a nice long walk and then I took a nap because I'm still recovering from surgery. So, you know, the other night I, you know, I was working at seven, eight o'clock with clients. I get to make my own schedule. It's so good for your lifestyle. You can you, and I find what really works for me is actually working less. I do those things that I am here to do that light me up. And it's just so great for your lifestyle. You know, as uh, midlife women, we're also uh, more positive and more emotionally stable. Like thinking about those 20 somethings, and I, and I do know a few of them. And, you know, they're not as stable as we are. We know ourselves. We know how to deal with things like stress. We know how to recharge our batteries. We're really equipped to do this. And also, you know, we're more spiritually aligned. One of the cool things that happens at midlife, it hasn't, if it haven't, hasn't happened already, is you start to realize that there is more time probably uh, behind you than in front of you. And you wake up. And again, this, your soul is like crying out and trying to wake you up to do your life mission. So we really um, understand ourselves better. We know what really matters and we really feel like there's no time to lose. So it's a great time. If you've been itching and thinking about, gosh, I want to start my own business. I encourage you to go ahead and maybe grab a piece of paper and a pen or write, take down some notes because my next guest, Kathy Mason, is such a wise woman. We actually met probably about a month ago. I was on her podcast, had so much fun sharing she is an Amazon best-selling author. She is a speaker. She is host of the show Conscious Business Zone. She is an online sales specialist who works with conscious companies to help them grow. But she's also a psychic and an intuitive, and she can see your soul mission and help you create that vision now, which is so cool. I have someone who has spent my life getting out of the spiritual closet, and I'm all the way out now. I just love <laughs> when I meet other women who are like, you just look like this real, and you are this really together businesswoman, but you're like, you know what? I have these spiritual gifts too, and I've combined the two, and I can't wait to get more into that. Through her company, Mason Works Marketing, she lovingly supports her clients as a seasoned interactive strategy coach and implementer with a solid background in developing products and publicity across all digital platforms, internet, TV, mobile, in-store marketing, and social networks. She is a high-energy cause marketing expert with over 20 years of experience at rolling out cutting-edge strategies for business building, communications, implementation, training and book or ebook publications. Thank you so much for being here. Welcome oh, to Rock and Midland, Kathy. That's a mouthful, isn't it? <laughs> well, you, you know, but you deserve it. You know, you, then I think that's the thing. You can sit back and you can see. And I, if you're listening, one of the great things to do is do your life story. Take a look, do a life review. Take a look at everything you've done. If you're thinking, what's my business? Take a look and you'll start to see that there's certain threads that have always been there in your life. Have you yeah. found that true, Kathy, with yourself and yes. your clients that there's well, threads? Well, what what I find is that we were we, being in the workforce um, before um, before you start your own business. 
you have to wear a costume. And that's been kind of the way to do it. And most of the times it's uh, as women, it's very um, masculine and driven and all of that. And then when you get to have your own business, that's really authentically yours and you're in touch with what is authentically yours and is a spiritual connection to your soul mission, it's totally different. You wake up every morning fired up. You you don't really have that, oh no, I got to go in the office or, oh no, I've got those meetings with those crabby people and, and, and put on a face. This is totally about um, energized, um, loving action. And that's totally the, the phase of, uh, of society that we're going into now. We're going into the age of Aquarius, which is full of peace and harmony. And how are we going to get there uh, through the old way of doing business, which is all comp- and competitive and, and uh, warlike? Um, we've, we've got to come to a new way of within ourselves and within society of working in, in collaboration and co-creating. And that's that comes from you loving yourself, working on yourself, taking care of yourself and knowing yourself and uh, and being present. I think that's the other thing really um, that I would really want people to know about is that the the older you are, the more present you are. Don't you agree? Yeah, that's I, I definitely I definitely find that. And I have been doing so much savoring lately and being very, very present. Okay. Um, and I love that point about, you know, you're excited. I mean, I wake up in the morning and I think I get to do this. I yep. get to talk to great people. I get to coach clients that I love. I get to present and inspire people. Like I get to do all of, I get to go to London and speak at the Body, Mind, Heart, Spirit, London Wellbeing Festival. You know, I get, we get to do these things and you don't get that crushing, oh my God, it's just like the Groundhog Day, right? Like I wake up and I set the, I don't have an alarm. Do you have an alarm clock? I just wake up naturally with the birds. Yeah, do I have cats? So I get it. (laughs) But but I, I think the difference is that you're, they're inspired um, because you're more on on task and it's almost like, oh, good, what's today going to give me rather than the victimization model that being in corporate America or being in a job, a crushing <laughs> job does is uh, you feel like a victim and you feel like you have to be an out of out of integrity with yourself, really. I mean, I ran a division at Arthur Anderson with 80 people right below um, partner, which was called the Change Enablement Group. And being psychic and intuitive (laughs) and just feeling the energies around, it was like, get me out of here. Oh, my gosh. It just um, it's it's being independent, being creative. Being co-creative, like you and I, we could do lots of things together. I mean, you think about all the exciting ideas that come from that, that just sort of goes, um, it builds on its itself and it's optimistic. It really is because you're optimistic and you're looking for what's next, what's next, rather than what's next. 
Please yeah, I love that you use that word inspiration because, you know, a lot of what we're going to be talking about today is how to connect the work you're doing with the world with spirit. And inspiration is literally God breathing in through right. you right. and, you know, and discovering that, you know, the divine is within us as us. Right. So the divine wants to work through us. And if we're in a dead end job where we're in a box, we can't do what we're here to do. So let's start off those do a little background. Tell us a little bit about your spiritual journey. When did you sort of wake up and say, oh, my gosh, I, well, I see things that other people don't see? Well, I, I think I, I remember at eight years old going out in the backyard going, you left me at the wrong house, come and get me. Oh, no. <laughs> so, and I have no idea what exactly caused that. But I do remember that vividly. And they didn't come. So I had to learn how to um, see what I saw, hear what I heard, and not tell anyone. So um, it did try to fit in. But it's interesting, the high school that I went to, there were a bunch of us. So it was really interesting. Um, we're reconnecting now and talking about it. And we all knew that each of us had had a um, a bigger, more expansive view of this reality. That's basically what it is. Um, the spiritual side is where you really um, uh, trust and you you feel like something's got your back. Now, whether or not people give say that source or God or Jesus, you know, any of those words can work. Uh, and concepts can work for you, but it's really where you're. You're an adventurer on a journey, um, and you really, you really are in anticipation of the next step rather than in fear. Because once you're in fear, then you don't sh shine your light, you don't share, you don't um, show up. You really don't. You hide. Um, so, so as far as my journey, I had a, um, I started studying Buddhism in college because um, I, my father was the youngest of eight and almost all my uncles and aunts died. And, uh, and my grandparents had already died. And so I was watching all these people leave and I was trying to figure it out. So, um, so I started trying to get what the philosophy of it was not uh, not knowing and at 20 you think you know everything um you think you're you've got it all figured out um but as you get older you realize i didn't know jack um but but anyway so so i started um studying reincarnation there was a book that, um, put out by yogi press in 1905 i think called reincarnation and the law of karma and it talked about how reincarnation was in early Christianity until the divine right of kings came into play. And it didn't fit that model because how could your son be the reincarnation of you? Mm -mm -mm. So um, so they checked it out of Christianity. It didn't fit with Western culture. Let's put it that way. So um, but then um, I. When I was married for 20, almost 20 years, had a beautiful daughter and went through an ugly, ugly divorce at 40. And I ended up um, um, realizing that my storyline 
was the same with all these different relationships and I wanted to clear it. So I took a course called Avatar and I took five different courses all the way to what was called Wizards. And at Wizards, I had a spiritually transformative experience where I I connected with Source and saw saw that this little body, it was really cool. It was like Source was like a river of, of energy. It looked kind of like a wave, like a river that had yellows and golds and reds on the very top, but then it went to white. And then I was a tributary off of that river. And I it was like I was a giant spotlight. And this body was like this big. It was teeny weeny. And um, they have someone spot you because lots of people don't want to come back from it feels like pure love oh, well. where you're in. And um, when I came back, I the first thing I did was go, yeah, this one will work this time. Yeah. <laughs> but but that was uh, 20 years ago, uh, eight, six, 19 years ago. And every morning I wake up remembering that picture, re- remembering oh, so cool. that. And so my so my quest for the past almost 20 years has been how do I hold more of that light? Because that is me. But this physical body, how do I clear the stuff that's in the way? Um, St. Germain's work said, calls them obs- uh, obscurations. So it's dark energies that are stuck in your body for, that are emotions, basically. And so how can you clear all of that so you can hold more of your light? So which is you're a fractal of God. So it's God's light. So that's, yeah, so that's it's what about I've clearing. been doing every day. <laughs> that's beautiful. So it's just a couple of things I want to just point out for you who are listening is that idea of, of faith over fear is so important. So if you're thinking about starting your own business, you've got to grow faith over fear, understanding that fear is that primitive part of your brain that's trying to keep you safe. And so by leaning into your spirit, by growing your confidence, by calling fear out and saying, you know, fear, I see you, you can sit in the back, but you can't drive the car. I'm in control here. You can't make fear totally go away. Fear is like there to protect you. Also turning fear into excitement is great. So you've got to have faith over fear. And also part of that is understanding, yes, the universe, whatever you call it, universe, God, source, spirit, has your back. And that is yes. huge too, because the, one of the biggest mistakes I see with business owners, people trying to manifest is that they're so fixated on their own idea of what they want that they don't open up and say this or something better. And I know that's, that's right. been my experience in life when I say, well, I kind of know what I'm doing the next couple of months. I got a six year plan, maybe a year plan, see where I am. But you know what? I'm totally open. I'm really focusing on what I'm doing today. And that's when the universe steps in and these synchronicities happen. I meet people like yourself and excited about going to London and meeting, you know, some more, but understanding that, that really we live in a loving universe. And if you tap into that and you take your, you know, hand off the steering wheel a little bit and let the universe drive and steer you, amazing things can happen. It already is driving. (laughs) Yeah. The the thing is, is we're in resistance. We're in the way. Yeah. Yeah. Get out of the way. And and seriously, when people go, oh, I don't want to make the wrong decision. Well, every decision, if you're, if your decision is a why, let's say this is the bottom and you go this way and you were supposed to go this way, you'll end up going around to this. You go, you end up in the best place for you because 
if it, that's part of the the benefit of um, being older, <laughs> is you have a perspective, you have hindsight. And you can see how those things that tra were traumatic, like my divorce at 40, that was traumatic, but it was the best thing that could have ever happened to me. And it put me on a whole nother journey. So that's the same thing with people leaving work, especially if they don't love the people they're working with. They don't feel like it's a growth experience. Um, that's, that's one of those things where, you know, the universe has your back. If you're being called to leave, uh, you can bet books are going to fall off shelves. Um, people are going to contact you on Facebook. Ellen's going to ask you a question. Mm. I mean, something's going to happen that, that's going to say, hmm, hmm, I, I always dreamed of that. I wonder if I could. And then you'll see if, as soon as you put the, if the memo comes in from the divine, as soon as you say, yeah, I'd like to do that, things just start happening right for you. It's amazing. It's just, it is amazing. Whoever designed this game, <laughs> it was brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, I love that you're calling it a game too. And I love just your energy. You can see that you yeah. are just so full of like light and love and you Thank have you. a very bubbly, fun personality and you're yep. just having so much fun with the work you're doing and making such a difference. So if someone's listening, they're saying this all sounds great, but like Kathy, where do I start in business? I'd love to have my own business, but like, first of all, I am you know, thinking about, I need that steady paycheck, right? I got to like pay the mortgage, yeah. put food on the table, save for retirement, all that stuff. But I'm really feeling like I want to do my own thing. Where do I start? Well, um, what I usually do, so I've been doing this for 23 years. And what I usually do is I, I usually um, start with a plan with somebody. And several of my clients kept their corporate job while we were doing the plan. So they had money coming in and they had money to fund to, to set up their platform. Um, because it, it does, you, you want to have that, you don't want to have the fear and the distraction of not having enough funds to do the work, to do the setup. So that's one thing. The other thing, um, people find me from all over the world um, where their soul is trying to reconnect and be more in their physical vessel. And because the soul will help drive the truck, the car, the, the, um, the convertible, if we want to say the sports car. Um, but what will happen is um, I have this... Um, very different skill. I don't know anyone else who does what I do. Um, uh, I can, I open up the Akashic Records, but I'm not an Akashic Records reader. I just use it to get into that field. And what I do is I step aside. And if you're to work with me, your soul steps in and shows me a movie, a four color, full color movie of like where you are now and where your best timeline is to call in for your soul mission. And so what we do is we, I, I interpret it. I'm, it's almost like I'm on a park bench above watching the movie while your soul's um, showing it to me. I interpret it the best I can. But um, what happens is sometimes people start crying right away. I mean, it's like they knew it. 
Some people start seeing the same thing I'm seeing as we're doing it. If they're highly intuitive, a lot of times their third eye will start throbbing and they'll see it. Um, so what happens is, is if I work with people multiple times, usually with a plan, there'd be eight sessions like that. And through that time period, it'll give us the milestones that get us from where you are right now to where your, your soul mission, um, can, your, your best, your best chance of making, of, of doing your soul, uh, of success is successfully doing your soul mission with joy and everything. And then those milestones, they may be books or courses or, um, or podcasts like what we're doing. It may be, and, and they'll even give us the name of what it is. I mean, it, it's amazing that stuff comes through and, um, and, <laughs> and people start crying or they, they, they kind of had a feeling about it, but they, it's like validation. Um, I'll say, I'll tell you one soul um, reading I did. Um, this was a lady who has a show, um, and she she um, contacted me, and I did. I I don't remember. Thank goodness for Zoom and recording. I don't remember everything because I'm out of I'm out of it. I'm just watching it for you. But thank goodness we have Zoom, so it records it. But it's amazing this stuff. Um, uh, in this case, this lady was um, uh, in California. Um, she um, she said, "What you know? What do you see?" And I told her a bunch of stuff. And then there was this one section about her embodying her fourteenth dimensional aspect of herself. Well, we're in third dimension, going to fifth dimension. That's godlike for us. Fourteenth dimension. I don't even quite. Uh, if a planet is a seventh dimensional consciousness, you can imagine what that is. So anyway, um, so I said, well, I see you standing in an open um, field. There's 12 women around you. There's a beam of light that comes down on you. And you're, you're being, um, you're being upgraded with this, with this energy. So she, I don't hear from her. And like six months later, she calls me up on a Saturday going, oh my God, oh my God, it just happened. It happened exactly like you said it. Oh my God. And I mean, I didn't say it. Her soul wanted her to know it was going to happen, right? So she's at an event in Joshua Tree. She doesn't know anyone there. She's almost not going to go, but her girlfriend says, let's drive. You know, I'm going to take you. Um, she walks in and the somebody says to her, hey, can you call in a UFO? And she goes, sure, I can do it. So she just calls in. Everyone sees the UFO come over her head, put a white light down on her. And then when she's done, it, 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 it the light comes down. I don't know how long this is. I, I don't remember what she said. And she's stumbling around because she was activated. And then afterwards, she looks around. And there's 12 women in a circle around her. Wow. Now, that just came through her reading. Yeah, there was no way. How could I make any of this up? I mean, it, it, so it, there's stuff like that. There's stuff like I was um, publishing a book with this beautiful woman named Bree Wolf. Um, and she uh, she was she's in Maui. And we were working on her cover and everything that comes through when you're working 
at this level is from your soul. So we have picked a cover and um, it was of a beautiful, um, a lush, green, foresty, trunk, jungly um, thing. And um, uh, with water in it, with a little bit of a, a river or creek in it. And she calls me like three hours later. She goes, oh, my God, I'm standing in the exact spot where that picture was taken. Wow. See, it's stuff like that, that it's so, it's so cool. I mean, you, I, 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 that's what I just love what I get to do. It's, it's so cool because so much of it is divine. You, you have to know everything's in divine order and trust that they've got much better creativity skills than we do. And that, that, that what comes in is for the highest good of everyone, including you. I mean, that's the thing is we we make it highest good for everyone else and leave ourselves out. But we're of all. <laughs> we're part of all. Yeah. And what's so cool is is what's starting to happen is, is there are all of these little micro businesses that are starting to dismantle the big structures and corporations and people are doing all kinds of things. Like I know in Costa Rica, I was talking to some people about starting to create some small community organic farms uh-huh. because there isn't actually that much organic gardening there. And there are a lot of pesticides. It's sort of all of this stuff being called in to create this higher consciousness. But I will love what you do is that, you know, you bring in the higher consciousness of it, find the soul mission, but then you actually do the business thing. So let's talk right, a little right. bit about like the books, the websites, the yeah. PR, the marketing, because right. I'm seeing this like business, you know, I'm hearing this. I see you've got your beautiful amethyst and your dove and all of that. But then also you're just this really grounded businesswoman who right. is taking that vision and turning it into, you know, bricks and mortar or websites. Right. And so let's right. talk a little bit, of how do we take that vision? So we have start to work with you or through, you know, we okay. start to find ways of moving forward. How do we actually okay. ground it in reality? Okay. So a couple things. Uh, one thing is we start with a strategic plan. And anyone who's been in a big corporate business knows that they don't do anything without a plan first. And small businesses kind of think they can make it up as they go, but you really need some sort of, and it's the strategic plan, at least what we do is it's a way for you to learn how to be authentically you and build a business that works for you. So you don't have to have the business your accountant would have, especially if you're creative, that that would be boring. You want to have the business that uh, that excites you and brings energy to you. So we start with a strategic plan. And then the next part of it is after that, we implement it. And usually it's in phases. So what happens with most people when they're starting a business, a lot of times is they get overwhelmed because there's so much to do. But if you have a plan and it's in phases, you know what to do the first 90 days. And you, and especially if you're working with somebody like our company, um, you have a team. So you do your part, they do their part. So um, a lot of the people we work with, um, they have a very li- short list of what they have to do because they're already doing their art. If they're an energy healer or if they're a writer, if they're a... Um, education reformer, they're doing their consulting or their work all the time. And I can't ask them to, I can't put a lot of work on their plate um, without a lot of stress. 
So what we do is we figure out what they can fit in, and then we do the rest for them. So that's that. And then the other part is about publishing a book. It's more important to be an author than it is to have a PhD in the marketplace. People respect. And also for me, uh, us getting you on um, on getting the publicity that you want, you really need a book. Basically, I mean, I, I I sound like a broken record, probably, but um, <laughs> no, I'll for people my that book. don't want to write a book, it's yeah. not that hard to write a book, you guys. You can talk the book, we can transcribe it, and we can fix it. You can talk your book. So, because everybody can talk, especially women, we all can talk. So, anyway, you know. Yeah, writing a book is is important. I mean, Rock Your Midlife was my fifth book, and I know that it's it's opened up a lot of doors. And I think the more exciting about it is that it's helped thousands of people. You know, as a coach and speaker, I can only touch so many people. I can touch right. more people through my podcast, but through a book, you I can touch so many people. I want to let people know too that I am having a free workshop tonight. If you want to know how to rock your midlife, it is happening at five o'clock tonight. And the link to that is going to be in the show notes. So I hope to see you there. I'm going to talk all about my seven-step system and show you how you can rock your midlife too, even with all of the, the craziness that midlife has to offer. So let's talk too about businesses. Um, how do you use social media to promote your business? If someone's listening, I mean, it's so vital now to have a website, you know, to be on Instagram, Facebook. What do you? How do you help people utilize social media? And in general, how should people use social media to help promote themselves and their business? Well, um, just like any communication, you want to um, you want to only sell twenty percent. So, if you're going to be in um, using any format of social media, including video and podcasts, you really want to offer a lot of value and give your perspective. That's why finding out your authentic brand helps you stay with content that's authentic that creates trust. Because I think trust is going to be the the most uh, valuable asset that you have coming forward, especially after this uh, lockdown time, that we're going to see that um, people being consistent, reliable, um, showing up, for instance, you doing your podcast consistently, me doing mine consistently. Now, um, most of my clients, I get them on podcasts like yours and mine. Um, so, so, and, and using any of those speaking opportunities in social media is really important as well. What, um, what I want to say about social media is that it can be a time suck. And so what we usually do with all of our clients is we'll pick a theme for the month and we stick with the theme. So one of my energy healers, she's working on the seven chakras and so each month is a different chakra. She speaks to it. She um, does um, several uh, videos on it a month and she'll write blog posts on it a month. And then we use all of that content in social media to get her more visibility. And um, the other thing about um, what I'd like to say about social media, I'm I'm a big fan of it. I feel that uh, it's low cost, no cost marketing. And um, in the old days, you'd have to uh, have an infomercial <laughs> to have the same amount of exposure that you can get right now by joining groups that allow you to post, 
by offering really valuable information, this isn't just to sell somebody something. It's to build your email list. It's to be a reliable resource. People want, I, I feel we're in a time of huge change where everyone's looking with a critical eye at all our institutions and looking at life and society as, as um, in general. And if you're there with valuable, um, like let's say you're a stress expert, which in a lot of ways, Ellen, that's part of what you do. Um, what This is your time. This was what you were made for this time that we're, we're, we're in huge change. Lots of people don't like change. A lot of people are totally stressed out from change. So for you to show up is, hey, I'm here. I've got some answers. I may not have all of them. And if I don't have them all, I'll go get them for you. But it, it's it's an opportunity to really um, build a tribe and to be there. And that takes all of the sting out of showing up. Don't you agree? I mean, I don't care if I look great when I'm interviewing somebody. It's about them, not about me. Right. Yeah. And it's also, you know, I think it's it, when you're doing it in a way that it's fun and it can be a time suck. So what I do is I really keep my eye on the clock when I'm doing it um, to make sure that I'm not all of a sudden an hour has gone by when I, there's something else I would rather be doing yeah. uh, because it can suck your time, but making it fun. And it's also, it's social. I have met incredible women. Yeah. I'm very interested in the sort of the silver sisters and pro aging and just all of these women on particular on Instagram who are standing up and saying, hello, we're beautiful. We're relevant. We're yeah. powerful. We're empowered. And I love what you said too about, about the stress, because I think for me, what <coughs> has, what is uh, really powerful is, you know, showing how I've managed this cancer journey. And I think a lot of women see that. And, you know, if you're listening and thinking about your business, think about what have you gone through that you could share with other people? Like you could have a business if you've gone through cancer, helping other people navigate right. cancer. If you've gone through divorce, if you've gone through empty nest, if you're, you know, learning how to teaching people how to be a grandparent, whatever it is, you know, maybe crocheting saved you, whatever it is. <laughs> You know, you, you speak amazing Spanish, whatever it is that is your passion that you would do all day long. That's your soul yeah. calling out and saying, yeah, this is what you are here to do. But don't be, a, I think a lot of people are, I meet are really scared of the social media thing. And it's just, it's, you have to think about what you do, not just to make money, but to make a difference. Well, I think that in mind, I think it really again, it's like, it's like anything. If you, if you, are running the show, you can pick what part you could do and what part somebody else does too. I mean, that's the other part is that uh, to be able to really um, find joy in everything you do, you may have to give up some of the stuff. So if if you don't want to do YouTubes, if you don't want to do, do um, Facebook, you know, there's other people that can do that for you. So it's the same thing as writing a book. Oh no, I don't know how to write a book. You get it started. Other people can finish it. I mean, it's. I mean, in your case, you were you were capable of doing it. But a lot of times, um, yeah, it, it, it. There's always support if you're on track. If you're on track, everything goes in a flow somehow. The next person you talk to is the person that's supposed to help you with that project you just thought about two weeks ago. 
You know, it's just amazing. Yeah, it does unfold. So we have a few minutes left. Tell us a little bit about your nonprofit work because talking about giving back. I know you do a lot of nonprofit and that's the thing yeah. I'd work with a lot of clients too are sort of in that, in looking at retirement. They don't want to retire fully and they certainly want to be, you know, vibrant and valuable, you know, in their 60s, 70s and beyond. Tell us a little bit about the nonprofit that you do. Well, okay. So right now I do work as a volunteer for IONS, which is International Association for Near-Death Studies. And the reason I like doing work for an international organization is I I used to be fluent in Italian. I'm really rusty, but I, I went to school in Italy. Um, oh, well. So um, so I always try to be somewhere where I might be able to try <laughs> try to speak it. But um, anyway, the um, IONS group um, is 40 years old and I do, um, I'm, I'm, um, I've been very active in the local group and the, um, so I help promote it uh, with email blasts and all of that. And then when we have events, I help. And then the, the international organization has a conference once a year, which went online during the lockdown. And I was really involved with that. And um, I do um, interviews for them. I am in charge of the exhibitors at the at the real event, at the live event, in-person event um, that's going to be in Washington, D.C. at the end of August, first part of September. So and usually 500 people come and they've wow. all had near death experiences and their hearts are wide open. It's it feels like home. It's love. It's a lovely group of people. It's a lovely that's so that, um, but before that, I, I, um, when I was uh, getting that divorce, I was on five board of directors at the time, uh, which all changed. And then um, in uh, 2010, I think it was, I started, uh, did a marketing plan for humanities team, which is an organization that's uh, dedicated to oneness. It was started by Neil Donna Walsh and then picked up by Steve Farrell. And I went to Spain, or excuse me, Portugal and Greece for them. I was their program at their global council meeting where um, that was the first time I had done my marketing plans um, that uh, that they are soul driven. I had done it with people that English wasn't their first language. It was fascinating. Wow. So you are, you are rocking it. I don't know. I'd have to say, how are you rocking your life? But between business and I'm sure you are traveling and conferences and just, just a beautiful example of living life to the fullest. One thing I always tell midlife women is find a woman who inspires you and uh, get to know her, whether she's someone that you actually know or someone like a media person, like, you know, Michelle Obama, Benet Brown, look at them, Julia Roberts and see, yeah. And it just gives you that, you know, inspiration, like, you know what, I can do it too, because yep. life is so short and it can be yep. such a beautiful thing. And thank you so much for being here. People want to get in touch with you. It is Kathy Mason marketing, Mason works marketing, Mason works marketing.com. Yeah. Masonworksmarketing.com. Check out Kathy's podcast. Yeah. I was on it recently, Conscious Business Zone. It is tremendous. And she is just an absolutely beautiful woman and a gorgeous soul. If you are looking to move into starting your own business and you have that 
itching that your soul's like, all right, it is time. I, I really highly recommend that you reach out to her. And again, you're invited to my workshop tonight. It is at 5 p.m. and the information is in the, the um, show notes. And if you're enjoying the show, please leave me a review. It helps to get my algorithm up so more people can find me on social media uh, as well. And I would love to hear from you. You can always reach out to me at themidlifewhisperer.com. That's themidlifewhisperer.com. Kathy, thank you so much for being thank here today. You. It was a, a joy. And thank you all for listening. We will catch you next week. Have such a great rest of your day. Midlife can be challenging. You may be sandwiched between growing kids and aging parents, dealing with menopause or a health issue, and trying to find work-life balance. Or maybe your life looks good on the outside, but inside you're feeling stuck and wondering how to get your confidence, energy, and joy back. Hi, I'm Dr. Ellen, the Midlife Whisperer, and I hear you and I've got you. Think of me as the one-stop shop for all your midlife needs. I'm a psychologist, registered dietitian, nutritionist, board-certified health and wellness coach, and mindful self-compassion teacher. I'm also an author and podcast host with over 30 years of experience empowering midlife women. I provide inspiration and wisdom to help you transform your health, your mindset, your relationships, and your life so you can rock midlife.